Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good, too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut-scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey and learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, everybody. Amy here, and appreciate y'all listening. And to those of you that have subscribed and rated and reviewed and all that stuff. Just want to say thank you right now. I don't feel like I recognize that all the time, but it's not lost on me. Those of you that take the time to do that and it's super special, even if there is some constructive criticism, I can handle it over there. So share with me what you will. Although maybe you could email me the constructive criticism and then post a nice review with all the stars if you want. I mean, maybe you're not there yet, but once you decide that you're ready for that, um, you could put it up there. And then, yeah, four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. I get emails often that advise me on things or suggest things that I could be doing better. And I feel like I take that stuff well, as long as it's presented in a kind way. I appreciate your feedback. So the first thing that we get into in today's episode is human doing versus human being, which is something that I've been working on. And today's episode is very diverse. (laughs) I will say 
no thing is really related to any other thing that I talk about. And it's just me on the episode. I don't have any guests, but each thing that I talk about is something that's just been top of mind for me lately or something I'm working through or something that I saw that I wanted to share with you. So that's what today's episode is all about. But the human doing versus human being is something I am really personally working on. And then this morning on Instagram, my friend Brittany Kelly that I follow has a company called Tribe Kelly, really cool clothing line. If you want to check it out, I love their stuff, but she posted 10 tricks to be much more productive. And I thought, oh, this could have kind of flowed in with my talk on human doing versus human being, because as you'll hear in the first thing, there's some planning, like life planning that goes into that. And a lot of times we get into a, a doing mode where we're just checking things off the list and we're really not being as productive with our days as possible because m- what happens with me is my days end up ruling me. I don't end up ruling my day. And so I thought as a little bonus here in the intro, to tie in with the first thing that you're going to hear in just a minute, I would read off to you these 10 tricks to be much more productive. So the first thing that it said was get up two hours earlier. And now for me, I already wake up super early. So I think this is kind of relative to what you think you need to do in your life. Maybe you need more time, but you don't need two hours worth. Maybe you need an hour or 30 minutes. Uh, For me, I think I just need to, I'm already waking up early enough, but I just need to organize and prioritize when I'm doing what, but also sleep is super important. So if you do realize that you need to get up early to tackle more of the day, make sure you're going to bed at a decent time and not just staying up late for no reason or watching too much Netflix or even reading as great as reading is for you. You've got to have a cutoff and make sure you're getting adequate sleep. Uh, The second thing it mentions is do the most important thing in the morning. Well, for me, I'm on a morning show, which that job is pretty important, but I don't really have a choice what I do in the morning, but I guess I could get up earlier and tackle some things that I needed to get done. But my husband does this when he's making a list. He will just write down everything he needs to do in no particular order. And then he goes back through and puts a number next to it one, two, three, four, and it'll be all over the place, but he prioritizes and then he tackles one first and then he moves on to number two. And that's how he's able to handle his day better. And he was in the military, so he knows something about structure and being productive. Uh, Then at number three here, it suggests that you focus on your progress, not just the outcome. Uh, Because if you just keep focusing on what needs to get done at the end, uh, then you won't appreciate the little steps that you've taken along the way to get there. And number four, stop complaining about not having enough time (laughs) because I'm definitely guilty of that. Number five, take time to plan and prioritize, which you'll hear that coming up in the first thing. That's huge. I keep hearing all the time that that's what people do to help be better. You got to make time to plan. Focus on minutes, not hours. So if you get overwhelmed by something, then divide things up and really take it minute by minute. Avoid multitasking. Oh man, I am not good at that. I multitask like crazy and I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm not good at multitasking, but I'm not good at avoiding the multitasking. Set routines that will free up your brain power. I am getting into more of a routine. And what we're trying to do also with our kids is create more of a routine because they thrive off of that. And it makes sense if you think about it. And so it sounds like even as adults, we can thrive off of that as well. Number nine, let go of imperfections and kickstart anyway. 
So if you're scared of doing something because you don't feel like you're going to be able to do it right, just do it anyways. See what happens. And at number 10, leave some free time in your schedule, which there'll be a little bit more on that coming up in the first thing. But just thought I'd share this again as a little bonus since I saw it pop up in my Instagram stories and I thought somebody might need to hear that. Okay, so then the second thing we get into uh, is more of a relationship talk. And while it is about a marriage relationship uh, or in even dating in the case of what people, the people that are talking, I'm playing a clip from YouTube with it. Uh, but I really feel like this could apply to a work relationship or something like that. Anything where you have a, a relationship with someone where you're working on something and sharing life together in some way, shape, or form, eh, you could apply it. Uh, the third thing is I share with you another reason why we should stop commenting on the size of someone's body. And this is one thing that might finally resonate with some of you if it hasn't before. And then for the fourth thing, it is a very random online shopping tip. <laughs> so that I thought, I'm always looking out for you guys and I want to make sure that you can get the deals too. So I share with you something that I saw online and hey, you never know if it might work and save you a little bit of money. So that is today's episode in a nutshell. I have been getting a few emails about our four things fall pullovers. We did uh, one last year that had all things fall and it was burnt orange and it was like fall leaves, cozy weather, sweaters, pumpkin spice. And I will say for those of you that are my podcast listeners, you're kind of getting a sneak peek. We are going to be releasing that again next weekend, Saturday, September 12th. And we're coming up with a second option too. So we'll have the burnt orange one, and then we will have a, a new color. And so be on the lookout for that. It's my new favorite. I was a big fan of the orange one, but I really feel like this other color we have in the works with totally different four things is going to be so cute. So make sure you're following Shop Espoir on Instagram so you don't miss that. I run that account at Shop Espoir. And then if you're not following me on Instagram, mine is at Radio Amy. And I would love to see you over there. And then RadioAmy.com if you're looking for anything else that you might be interested in. You never know, like my Amazon page, anything, the Bobby Bone Show. There's some blog stuff up there as well. So hope y'all are doing great. And thank you for listening. And here's today's four things. Here you go. First thing. That's right. So in a therapy session that I had a few weeks ago, my therapist said, look, you're in a human doing mode right now. You're not in a human being mode. And I thought, okay, yeah, I don't know that I fully understand that, but I would say that you're right. I feel like I'm just doing, 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 checking things off my list with really no rhyme or reason, but kind of going to bed every night. Like I know I accomplished things today, but I don't really know what. And I just don't even feel like I connected with anyone or anything, including my family or my kids, because I just had been in kind of a survival mode of sorts. And I know a lot of you might be in a similar place. Like we all go through different things, but when we get in that human doing mode, it can be hard to break it. So I wanted to share with y'all what I've been working on to be more of a human being and less of a human doing without getting too overwhelmed by the whole process. Now, the first thing that I've started working on is a personal mission statement for myself, like knowing where I'm going, why I want to do that, and how I'm going to get there. And my husband is also in some therapy stuff right now, too, and he got out of his session 
question the other day and was like, you know what? I'm going to come up with my own personal mission statement. And I thought, stop it. I just thought I'm going to do that for myself. So now we're both working on mission statements for ourselves. And then we want to work on a mission statement for our family and what our goals are there too. So not only personally, but also a completely separate, different one as a family unit. So that is my encouragement to you to start there. And that's really focused on yourself. But I also think it's important to focus on others. My mom used to tell me, I remember specifically one time in college, she told me multiple times, but I think in college, I was just completely focused in on myself and my problems and everything I had going on. And I couldn't get past all of these things that were wrong with me. And I was on the phone with her complaining and venting. And I mean, that's what moms are good for. But then she hit me with the wisdom of, you know, I think what you need to do right now is go find a way to help others and take the focus off of you. So I really feel like focusing and serving others is a really great way to be a part of the human being experience. And I came across this Chinese proverb that I want to share with y'all real quick. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a month, get married. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody else. So just tuck that away. Keep it in your back pocket. Something to think about. I really feel like there is a lifetime of happiness when we can take time to shift the focus off ourselves and focus on others that might need our help. But don't ignore yourself and all that you need to do. So first thing, mission statement for yourself, maybe even for your marriage or your family or whatever that looks like. Also, make sure you're taking time regularly to shift focus to help others. Then another thing that I have found in my process of learning how to try to be more of a human being is scheduling downtime. So it seems weird to plan this out, but it's imperative. Like I wanted to go to this park by our house a couple of weeks ago. Every day I wanted to go. It never happened. Everything just kept coming up. Things just kept piling on. But you know what? I never really made a firm schedule to make it happen. I was just hopeful that every day I would get there. And I knew it would be good for my soul to just be out in nature, outside, with the trees, with the water, breathing in fresh air. That's what I needed. And a week came and went. And I remember looking at Ben, my husband, and I said, I never even made it there this week. And that is what I told you at the beginning of the week. The one thing I knew I needed to do for myself never happened. So then the following week, as I was trying to put in the work to change course of how I was living, I scheduled a walk with a friend. And then I was held more accountable and I had a date and met her there. And it was so great. It was just what I needed. And it was in the middle of the week. I think it was a Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock, but I had it on my calendar and I went and it revived me. So I feel like scheduling your downtime and getting outside especially is super imperative and really, really helpful. I scheduled a Saturday where I told myself I am not looking at my email. I'm not even getting on my computer. There's some stuff I know that I'm going to need to do on my phone, but I'm not opening my computer. Now, it did make Sunday a little bit crazy because there was some stuff. I guess I closed my computer at some point on Friday and then didn't open it up again until Sunday. And I thought, okay, um, probably I feel a little overwhelmed with some stuff that I was trying to gather together for the kids too because their school emails start to come in and there's just stuff we have to stay on top of. And I felt a little overwhelmed, but it was fine. I didn't 
freak out as much as if I hadn't had the break. Like, I think the break was good for me. And I remember looking up at my husband while we were having coffee, kind of going over our calendar for the week, which we do that now on Sundays. And I said, I don't know. I feel sorry. I feel a little bit behind. I was like, I didn't even open my computer yesterday. He said, I didn't either. And you know what? When I look back on that Saturday and how we spent it as a family, it was a really great day. So I would encourage you to schedule that downtime, whatever it looks like for you. And then, yeah, definitely schedule in some electronic free moments. And then plan time to plan. This one sounded weird to me because I've never been much of a planner. I mean, sometimes I make lists, but then I like to make other lists and then I lose the lists. And then my ADD takes me somewhere else and I abandon that list for a better list. (laughs) And then I drop the ball. And that's not effective, especially when people are relying on you. So now I'm planning time to plan. And again, like I said, my husband and I are now sitting down on Sundays and we're getting out the calendar. I'm more of a plan for the week ahead person. From the research that I've done, there's people that plan every morning. They spend the first hour of their morning planning each day, but it makes their day super efficient. And then when it's time for them to shut it down, they're able to shut it down. They get the stuff done that they need to, and then they get to be human being. So I'm not really of that mindset. I don't want to plan every day, but I can plan once a week for the week. Then there's other people. This might be more your style. You take one day out of the month and you plan out your entire month if you're able to do that and what it's going to look like. And apparently it's pretty amazing. But right now I'm taking it week to week, which I'm still not there yet, by the way. I don't even have the whole week to week thing down. There's still some things where I don't have stuff nailed down and I'm hitting up people the day before like, hey, what does tomorrow look like? Let's do this, which I really would like to have it where the whole week before it's all planned out. Just want to make sure I clarify, I do not have this system down. Just encouraging y'all with things that I have been finding online and in podcasts and from a couple of people that I've talked to, like what is most effective. And there was tons of stuff, by the way, I've kind of whittled it down to stuff that I think could be helpful for you. Another thing that we can start doing is honing our skills. Spend some time to do that so that you can get better at what you do. And it could be even honing your skills to get like with this stuff at being a human being instead of just a human doing so that you're better at life in general. But really, what is your trade? What do you do? What are you into? How can you be better? How can you be more efficient? You can do that through reading, documentaries, podcasts, listening to audiobooks. How can you learn and absorb some more information to make you better? And then really just getting in time management stuff, getting all that in order, knowing your personal gifts, and then also knowing your limitations, I think is super important. Because sometimes I take on something like, oh yeah, I think I can do that. And then I really can't. So I should have just said no, figured somebody else out to do it, delegated it, or somebody could have found somebody else to do it. I'm bad at that. So understanding what are your limitations? Maybe it's limitation because of time, or maybe it's limitation because of knowledge or skill. And that's okay. We all have different strengths and weaknesses. So these are just some of the things that I am personally implementing in my life for being more of a human being instead of a human doing type person. And I thought they might be helpful for you. And I hope that they are. Second thing. 
let's talk relationships. And this could be your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend, your coworker. Really, I think this could apply to any relationship. Although where I learned this, they were talking specifically about romantic relationships. So I was on Tim Ferriss's YouTube channel and he had Brene Brown on. So I started watching it. And the episode is called Striving Versus Self-Acceptance, Saving Marriages and More. It's the Tim Ferriss Show again. And the audio I'm going to share with you from that, I mean, stuck with me. My husband and I have started working this into how we tackle our days. And I had never heard of this before. This was something where it was such an aha moment for me, but it seems so simple and it makes so much sense. And I'm like, why are people not screaming this from the rooftops? And maybe they are, and I have missed it. But I'm going to share with you something that Tim Ferris does with his girlfriend. And then Brene comes in and shares what she does with her husband. And it's genius. So I want y'all to listen to it and then think about working it into your relationships because I really feel like a lot of times with me and my husband, we're not communicating about where we are in our days and how stressed out we are or the load that we have or what we're feeling or what we're going on. And we just have these expectations that the other person can just come and pick up the slack, but we don't communicate about it. And now after listening to this, you'll understand what I'm talking about. My husband and I can you know, talk to each other and say, hey, I'm operating at about mm, 20%. Where are you today? And if he happens to be at 80%, then great. He can pick up my slack. He may not be. And then we need to sit down and really come up with a plan of how we're going to survive the day, the week, the month, or whatever that may look like. So here you go. This is what I heard Brene and Tim Ferriss talking about, and I'm obsessed with it. In the last, say, five years with the right tools and the right prompts and the right books and the right accountability partners, like my girlfriend, who's a very well-developed empath and a very clean fighter, which is really important. Huge. Huge. And one thing that she does really well that has been instrumental for me, she's been the clearest mirror maybe uh, I've ever had in the sense that I have my stuff. She has her stuff. I have my scripts and my sensitivities, many of which are out of date. And we set time to do what we call batching. So rather than having lots of interspersed criticisms or constructive pieces of feedback that may not be taken the best way by by me, especially at 3 p.m. on a weekday, we'll set time aside to sit down and we will take turns And this is a format, it may not be the best format, but it's something we came up with that works for us, where we'll tell the other person what they're doing well, like what they're really doing well, what we think we are doing well, and then we'll ask for what we would like more of. And in that format, you can start to spot patterns, right? And so if you do that once a week or every two weeks, certain things come up, I'm like, oh, wow. The first time you said that, I thought it was just an exception, but now I realize that is a pattern that I have, right? When X, Y, and Z happens, I go, "Uh uh-uh, like, let's talk about it later. Don't want to deal with it now. And I sort of shove off certain types of topics or questions. And then you you can begin to experiment with working on alternatives. And the reason I'm saying all this is just because I don't, I don't want people to feel like the curiosity if you're willing to take that first step about your patterns, your programming, these out-of-date strategies and armor does not necessarily lead to you trying to run an ultra marathon with a blindfold on. Like there are actually tools and resources and books and methods that can be really, really 
really helpful in short order. And you'll be surprised. I mean, it's really like, it's like putting off the mammogram or, you know, the prostate check or whatever it is that you have to do, putting it off, putting it off, all the scary stories, you collect as many horrible things as you can. And then you go and you're like, wow, the fear leading up to this was so much much greater. So much worse. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But I do think, I mean, the two hacks that we have, Steve and I have been together for 32 years. Dated off and on for seven years and married for whatever the Delta is there, 25 or whatever we're married now. Hardest thing I've ever done. Hands down. Hardest thing I've ever done. Y'all hear me out there? (laughs) Hardest thing. He and I both come from our parents' marriages on both sides, divorced, remarried several times. We had no idea what it was supposed to look like, right? We just were willing to keep showing up. And the conversations like you and your girlfriend have... We do that too. It's hmm. uncanny how similar yeah, it is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Especially what we want more of, what's really working. I really appreciated this this week. Um, we try not to, if it, unless it needs to be done in real time, we'll usually wait until we're in a good place to do it, you know? And, yeah. and, and I, I don't know, I don't think that he saw dirty fighting, but all I saw was dirty fighting. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Shame, humiliation, put downs, you know, stuff that leaves marks, mm-hmm. stuff that you can't, and I, and I can default there when I'm in like a powerless corner, I can come out like mean. I know yeah. it's hard to believe, but no, it's really not. I know. Throwing elbows and headbutts. Yeah, no, for sure. I can come out and verbal ones that really yeah. are way more serious than a physical headbutt. Yeah. The other, the other two hacks that I think have saved our marriage um, besides just showing up and kind of using some of these things, like what's working, what was hard, is the 80-20. So everyone says marriage should be 50-50. It's never 50-50, yeah. ever. And so what we do is we quantify where we are. So if Steve comes home and he'll be like, I got 20. Just in terms of energy. Just energy, investment, kindness, patience. I, I'm at a, I have 20. And I'll be like, I, I'll cover you. I got you, brother. Like, I, I'll, I'll pull the 80. Hmm. Sometimes we come home, which we have done a lot. My mom has been sick, and I'll say I've got ten. And Steve, you know, Steve, like two days ago, said I'm riding a solid twenty-five. So we know that we have to sit down at the table anytime we have less than a hundred combined, and figure out a plan of kindness toward each other. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because the thing is, marriage is not something that's fifty-fifty. A partnership works when you can carry their twenty, or they can carry your twenty. And that when you both just have 20, you have a plan where you don't yeah. hurt each other. Yeah, because you're threadbare, right? You're, yeah, and, and, and so so what we'll say is, I'm like, I've got 10. And he'll be like, I got maybe 25. We're like, put all the groceries that are supposed to be great and healthy in the freezer. We're ordering out. Get the housekeeper here an extra day. And we're canceling anything with people that we really actually don't like. So how can we create some buffer in the no, system? No, we do that. The other thing I would say too, that now I'm thinking about that, is we made a determination very early. There's kid-focused families, parent-focused families, and family-focused families. We're a family-focused family. So that means if you want to do water polo, Eagle Scouts, tennis, and skeet shooting, then that comes to the family. And the family agrees what will keep the family healthy. Like we can, we, you know, I've got a book launch. I've got this. Steve's got patients. He's taking on others. You know, he's a pediatrician. He's doing this. So what works for our family right now is you can do two extracurriculars and I'm going to have a two week tour, not a four week tour, but we put the family as the system that we serve. It's not the kids at the parents cost or the parents at the kids cost. It's the family. And it is, it is remarkable.
All right, you got to love a place that makes shopping for gifts super easy because heads up, Father's Day is June 16th and Macy's has got you covered. Their ultimate gift guide makes shopping for the dad or the dad figure in your life super easy. You can shop by price, 25 and under, 15 and under, 100 and lux. You can shop by category like cologne, watches, leather goods. You can even shop by gift lists. Like if your dad loves to grill, then shop for grill master things. If your dad loves to golf, then you can go to the gift list that is for the golfer. I mean, really, Macy's has thought of it all. If you have a tech-savvy dad, voila, Macy's Gift Finder, again, has you covered with that. Top gifts include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. Top brands such as Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. Really, Macy's has it all, so don't be a last-minute shopper. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. From searching online to asking your friends and family, there are a lot of ways to look for jobs. But have you considered finding your next job through a staffing company? Your local Express Employment Professionals team is your one connection to endless job opportunities. With just one application, they can help you find a job at a company that fits your needs. Visit ExpressPros.com. And as always, Express never charges job seekers a fee. Express knows when companies are hiring, offers benefits and competitive pay. And in just one interview, they are prepared to present you to multiple companies who fit your needs. Express Employment Professionals places people in all kinds of jobs, including everything from customer service to warehouse jobs to accounting and IT roles. Let Express help you. And remember, there is never a fee for job seekers. Go to expresspros.com to get started and discover for yourself what it's like to have support in your job search. You can also start through the Express Jobs app. Download it today to search jobs, apply, and contact your local Express office. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, 
they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. I want to read something that is going to help drive home the fact that we shouldn't comment on people's body size anymore. It's going to drive it home even further because I've recently become passionate about this once I really learned the dangers of complimenting someone's body size. I used to do it all the time. If I noticed that someone lost weight, I would comment on it. Even if I was being nice, I didn't know the damage it can be doing. And maybe to the someone that you're saying it to, It might not cause any issues, but you never, ever, ever really know what someone is struggling with. For me, when I was in the throes of my eating disorder, if someone would compliment that I looked skinny, it was adding fuel to the fire. It helped give me the motivation to keep going because I was getting praise for that. And it just made it easier for me to continue down that path. And it was super unhealthy. And trust me, I even remember some of the compliments I got. I remember where I was. I remember what I was wearing. I remember who said them to me because it gave me that weird validation of like, ah, okay, I got to keep up with this. This is what I am going to keep doing myself. I can get smaller and smaller and smaller. And that wasn't what it was all about by any means. It was way deeper than that. But still, it was part of the problem. And the people that complimented me, they meant no harm at all whatsoever. But the truth is, you never know what's behind the weight loss. It could be an eating disorder. It could be cancer. It could be depression. You really never know. And I follow the nutrition tea on Instagram at the nutrition tea. It's a new follow. I highly recommend it. She falls in line of like a Jennifer Rowland, a Lisa at the Well Necessities, an account that I need to follow that holds me accountable and posts encouraging things that are going to remind me to continue on the path that I'm on and not slip back into old patterns. But she put up a post the other day. She was holding up a sign. Just another friendly reminder that there is more to someone than their body size. And it's not okay to comment on it. And then this is the caption that she put with it. And this is what really drives it home. I highly suggest reading the caption fully before commenting. I've said this before and I'll just keep saying it. Let's try to normalize finding other things to comment on besides someone's body or weight. I know it's hard, but I'm inviting you to try. Chadwick Boseman passed away, which is tragic for many of us for many reasons. With many high-profile deaths, we often receive information about someone after their passing. In this case, he had colon cancer, which very few knew about. His appearance became much thinner. With this came the comments about his body and many comments from people who did not know him. Some might have even complimented him on his thinner frame. In fact, this happened so many times, the actor began deleting photos of himself. Now we know why. Can you imagine doing all of these great things and being undeniably talented, but you are still just reduced to your body size? I invite those of you who somehow still take issue with non-body compliments to really think about this. But my friend is trying to lose weight and I just want to motivate her. 
okay, I get that we want to try to hype up our friends, but do you know if your compliment is adding fuel or orthorexia? Do you know if your friend has or is developing an eating disorder or disordered eating? Your hype could be adding to this. Well, I'm a personal trainer and I like to motivate my clients. Okay, I get this comment from personal trainers all the time. Hear me out here. How well do you know your clients? Do you know their history with body dysmorphia, ED, or disordered eating? Can you motivate them by telling them they are getting stronger and celebrating their body with the movement? There are so many ways to motivate your clients that are not weight or body size related. I invite you to really think about this. It's hard, I know, but many new ideas take time to grasp. And that was the end of her post. You can definitely give her a follow. I recommend it at the Nutrition Tea on Instagram. So this last thing I'm going to leave y'all with today is an online shopping tip. So a lot of people shop online these days. It's kind of the norm, especially because we're not trying to be out and about in public around people. But I thought this piece of advice was a little bit mind-blowing and amazing. So let your online shopping cart sit. If you sign into your account and stick a few items in the cart, don't check out just yet. Let it sit there. Many retailers will email you a coupon in a few days to entice you to place your order. Yes, I know it's kind of scary and creepy to know that they're watching you in that way, but hey, it's happening whether you like it or not. So go put some things in your cart. Again, we can test this out. It's a tip. I don't know if it's going to work for every retailer. It may just depend. But I have noticed, I went to Bandier. It's a website for some athletic clothes that I was ordering. And I put stuff in a cart. And then I did notice I got an email from them and then even a text. I'm not quite sure how they have my phone number, but they do. And I didn't mind it. I got a discount. And I don't know if it's because I had stuff sitting in the car or it's just coincidence, but try this out. Put some things in your cart, then see if a few days later you get a discount coupon or code or percentage or whatever from the company. Another thing that I'll throw out there is Honey. I've used it a lot and that will give you coupon codes. It's something you download onto your computer and then anytime you're checking out somewhere, it'll go ahead and give you a discount when you're checking out so you don't have to search for the code. I've told y'all about it before, but I thought I would just throw that in here as one last little online shopping tip because you can use Honey and that could be helpful. But try out this little hack. See if it gets you some deals. Hey, I mean, it can't hurt. All right, this sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With Advanced Control Mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all-new bottle for an all-new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. You can even customize your spray. Like, to cover targeted areas, you just tap the trigger lightly, or you can pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray, ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable. From sweat-resistant sport formula to kids' SPF 50+, plus, this is sun care that'll come in handy when my kids are swimming, playing sports, when I'm hiking, when we're out at the lake, or whatever it is that we're doing outdoors. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. 
The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.